Previously on Slay. After a quick leveling up session, our heroines wake up to a distraught Anil, who tells them that Durley has been taken, presumably by the same entities that have been stealing resources. She takes them down to Durley's house, which is in worse shape than it previously was, and where one of the guards Era and Ajara previously met is now lying dead. Ajara investigates Durley's room and discovers that his journal has gone missing. Era stays outside to check the body and finds a strange dagger with a tree engraved on it that appears to be the murder weapon. Back inside, Tempest discovers that the windows were broken from the inside. This, combined with the bizarre oversight of leaving behind the murder weapon, leaves Eris suspecting that the break-in might have been staged. The group decides that they should meet with Anil and Thobli together, under the guise of protecting them from being the kidnappers' next victims, while actually continuing their investigation of them, as bulls still seem very suspicious. Anil reluctantly agrees, and the group heads back to Thobli's house. What's next for our heroes? Stay tuned to find out! Welcome to episode 10 of Slay, a lady-led tabletop podcast. My name is Jessica, and I am the dungeon mistress of Slay, and I am joined every two weeks by four of the fairest maidens in the land, and also the four bravest adventurers in the land. How are you doing today, Caitlin? I'm good. How are you, Jess? I am good. And how are you, Jasmine? Feeling good. And Kaylee? I'm so good right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and last but not least, my dearest Aaron, how are you? I'm great. Good. I'm glad everybody is having a wonderful night. It's a very late night for us. Uh, it's because so I'm on the West Coast and it's 12:08 in the morning for me. So oh, every time we do this, we say, "Oh, it's late this time," as if like all of us <laughs> have not been recorded late. at like one in the morning. I feel like it's when we make our best work. Thank you. We can't help it. I genuinely think we've recorded recorded like one or two episodes during the day. Everything else has been ended. What's so funny too is I remember when we were first like getting started, we were like, oh, everybody was like, oh, Jessica, you're going to have to wake up really, really early on Sundays. That's going to be our recording day. And you're going to have to be up at like (laughs) eight in the morning. And I was like, that sucks, guys. And then now it's like, Jessica, you know what the fucking easiest because we're all up at five in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh that's that's how it's gone um but yeah it's been a little bit since we last played i don't know exactly when it was but it feels like a very long time to me it i think was, it was two weeks ago two yeah. weeks ago yeah. yeah let's get some canon settled first off this is a very original introduction second this is way too fucking meta of an intro let's get into the episode <laughs> So just one more time, why is he not going to be happy to see you? What's what's his beef with you? Just to remind me how prepared I need to be. He's never forgiven me for the death of our mother. I mean, 
Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Come on. All right. Uh, like I said, he has the right to know what happened to, to Durley. So I guess we have no other choice but to go take pay him a visit. Um, at the very least, so that he is on the lookout for his kids and his wife. So. Beautiful. Okay, so you guys are all going to head up there. It takes a few, a little a little while to walk up to that side of town. Um, you do notice the, there's a lot more people kind of outside and kind of gossiping today um, as you walk by. Even when it's daytime, though, this town is a fairly dark town because of the way it's positioned in the mountains. Like, it doesn't get much sunlight. Um, and it's also surrounded by forests. So it's kind of just like a dark town in general. Um, but you walk through the streets, which are the lights are always on they have like these little like lantern type things not really lights but like lantern type things that are kind of always on because of how dim the city is um and you walk up to the upper district and you find uh Thavli's house again Ijara will knock on his door okay so you knock and the door opens and it is a uh concerned looking woman with dark hair and uh she is a dwarf uh hello ma'am I'm sure you must be very confused. I'm speaking in Dwarven, by the way. I just, okay. just, I just so at that trying really hard to be like very polite, just like hey, hello. What's <laughs> I'm just trying to be very like somber. Like this is fucking important. Like I know this is crazy. Um, so at this, like her eyebrows kind of furrow because she didn't expect somebody to be speaking Dwarven to her, especially a, a, she thinks a, a Drow is like in town, and that's really weird for her. Yeah. So like, let's just cut to the chase. Um, we have some news for your husband. Not the best news. Um, you guys might be in danger. We're going she to kind of like recoils a little bit and like the door is closing a little. That's not a really good reaction to I have bad news and you might be in danger. <laughs> I'm trying to give you very important information. You might want to put a kettle on instead. Come on inside. If you have something to say, let's talk about it in here, not out there. There's been a there. lot of weird things going on. A reasonable person in this town. Finally. Thank you. All right. Me and Nimne are kind of like staring at our feet. Yeah. What if we stay outside? No, we're going to go inside. Yeah, come in. The more eyes we have, the better, I think. And it's cold outside. I'm not into that. I'm scary jacked now. So you you all come in and Aniel follows closely behind, but you can tell that she's really, she's uncomfortable. She's sticking to the back behind you guys and kind of just peeking out. She's like trying to make herself as small as possible, kind of hiding behind like Tempest. I'm going to turn to her and be like, I don't want to be here either, but like, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Nimnay will stand in front of her. <laughs> so well, she guys oh, into the house. Era's going to like whisper to Ajara to like. Can you speak in common? Because, like, Aira doesn't speak Dwarven, so she wants to know what the fuck is going on. I guess. Then I have to make sure you all play along, too. Okay. Yes. Yes, I will. Okay. Um. So you, she leads you through the house, and you do notice that this house is actually, like, really nice compared to the other two. Like, uh... Fucking Durley, that's the name. Durley's house is like fairly modest and kind of smaller. And Aniel did pretty well. Like hers was quaint and cute. This is like a nice house. Like you can tell he's doing very well for himself. Um, there's there's fires in multiple rooms. Uh, the, the whole house is like very warm. Uh, 
and yeah, it's, it smells good in here. You can tell that maybe they just had like a really nice breakfast. And uh, when you go into the main living area, you see that Durley is uh, sitting on his favorite, not Durley, sorry. <laughs> uh, Thovely is uh, sitting on his favorite <laughs> chair and, and the kids are kind of in there too. And he has, he has a son and he actually has a daughter as well, both very young and they're kind of in there playing and stuff. But as soon as he sees you, he stands and he's like, you two. And he points to Nimne and Tempest. These are the ones that I told you about, Faye. What are they doing here? I'm a uh, an interject because let's be real. Of course she is. Uh, hello, sir. My name is Ajara. I'm sure this is very confusing for you. And at this, um, Ani- uh, not Anya, at this, Faye is going to point to you. She's like, you were just speaking Dwarven. Well, yes, but we're among mixed company. I'm trying not to be rude now that we're more comfortable. Hmm. Would, would you prefer that the bird not know what's going on? I don't know. I'm just trying to do what's most polite Aaron at any given time. In the background. Like, this <laughs> at this, he kind of shakes his head. He's like, what do you want? Why are you in my house? I have some news that you might not take well. And to be perfectly honest, I think you might want to have your fae, was it? Uh, escort your children out of the room for a moment. Faye, take the kids out. And so he he kind of, you know, she gathers up the children and kind of ushers them out of the room. Um, and now Anil is actually going to kind of come forward from you guys. And you notice as soon as he sees Anil, his body language just completely changes and he just is like closed off and he's like just very not pleased. He's very displeased to see her here. And uh, she's also kind of shaking a little bit. I was prepared for this reaction. I'm not going to tell you to sit, but I will tell you to stand near a chair. Um, I'm not good at this sort of thing, and you don't know me, so it's not like my sympathy will mean anything to you. Um, Your brother is gone. I don't know if it's, like, colloquial gone or just, like, we don't know where he is right now. But we don't know where he is right now. I'm sure this isn't news to you, but some people have been going missing around town. Seem to have a lot in common with your family. Now it's your brother. I can't tell you who's next. I'm just trying to find these little dwarf guys. So at this, uh, Thavli is actually going to uh, kind of put his, his like, kind of slam his hand down. Not super hard, but hard enough um, on this, like, table that they have. And he walks into, uh, you know, the other side of the living room area by the fireplace. And, and he's just kind of shaking his head. And, and he points at Aniel. And he says... You got them involved. You brought them here. He hired his own people and got them involved. And the more people we've gotten involved and the more the more is going, I can't even talk, the more goes wrong. And she kind of just like shakes her head a little bit. She's like, I don't know what you want me to say. Did you want me to just stay here and let this happen? And he, he shakes his head. He's not saying anything to her. Exactly. Why don't you want help? We don't need help. Do you know how our father would be if we, if he saw the condition we are in right now? Anil, do you even think about that anymore? Do you even care about our family? How do your missing employees feel about what your father would think about finding them and having them safely return to their families? Or do you only care about what your father would think and not about all the people who might be dead because of your pettiness? At that, he's going to look at you and he's say, watch your tongue. Why? It might hurt you with the truth? And Anil kind of like looks at you and just shakes her head a little. I was done. <laughs> so three out of four of us have put our foot in our mouth. <laughs> so he, I'm afraid he no kind of, ghost. He a dwarf. How tall could he be? I'm gonna kick him. He starts to like pace him. <laughs> that seems racist. I don't know. He starts 
starts to pace again, and then he looks at you guys again, and he says, is there anything more you wish to tell me, or is that it? Aaron's gonna pull the knife out. Like, non-threateningly, not in, like, a, I'm gonna stab you way, but just in, like, a, <laughs> gently pull out the bundle and be, like, unwrap it and just be like, do either of you know anything about this knife or the marks on it? Or have you seen anything like it ever? At this, um, both Anil, or Anil and uh, Thothley look down at the dagger, and then they both look at each other with big eyes, like just completely baffled by what they're seeing. And uh, I'm Thothley comes up to you. And Murder on the Orient Express, oh Orient Express shit right now. And he, uh, Thothley comes up to you and he takes the knife and he says, where did you get this? And so he now is going to walk back to the other side of his the room where he is he has like this kind of like case and you notice that he kind of lifts the case up and there is a spot where a dagger should have been kind of in a hidden area. It's like this is my dagger that was given to me by our father. Well now I think I have a couple more questions for you. Hmm. Did was it stolen? Did you know it was gone? No, it was here when I checked just the other day. Why yes, were you checking you. on your dagger? Man, I clean it every once in a while. Oh, that's actually pretty responsible dagger ownership. Oh my god. <laughs> they have a right to bear daggers. <laughs> they have a right to bear daggers. As long as they keep the scabbard in a separate locked container. <laughs> now down in the south where I'm from, we can openly carry swords, too. God, that's real! That's not a Dungeons & Dragons thing! I that's know! Thing. And you can, and they you can, can buy break. unlimited whetstones. Fucking shit! I think they we broke Era. Swords. God damn it. Era is broken. I'm sorry, I'm okay. I took some breaths. We're good. I took some breaths. Try living here. <laughs> I think I'm not so, no, sure, but I no. think you can also own swords in Colorado as well. I didn't realize that you could not own swords in places. I thought this was fucking not America. Not own them. Open no, carry yeah, them. Can, like, Why own a sword if you so. can't carry it places? But like, we got samurais rocking around. <laughs> um, like, I just feel like it is my god-given right to carry a sword wherever I goddamn please. Yeah, there was a guy in my <laughs> state. That, like, Second Amendment, y'all. He was getting mugged, so he, like... Well, yeah, I think he had time to, like, run to his car, and all he had was a samurai sword, so he, like, fucking cut the guy's head off. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't charged. I mean, he was getting, like, fucking, like, robbed, so he just had yeah, a but- fucking cat. I think he, wor- he worked, or he went to Johns Hopkins, and he just fucking pulled out his sword and just fucking cut the guy's head off. Oh, my that's, God. That's some old Nimne shit. Not Does it still count if he what a man, what a man. and went after him? Like you're not are you yeah, not still I feel like if you have like if, if someone's mugging if I'm bugging someone and they pull a sword on me, I'm like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> but yeah, if they probably had a gun though. I get but then you're literally bringing a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> I don't think he thought about it. I think he was just trying to like steal. I just thought that was awesome. That's what our state does. Now we jousting and fucking hammer and swords. Murder. Oh my god. Sorry. Okay, so fucking cracked it. Um, oh my god, I forgot about that fucking. Oh, that was so good. Um, In good. Oh, I'm a good person. I'm fucking sleuthing. Um, 
Okay, I don't know what to do with this information. Is that Ajara's number? Oh, that's her age. I'm like, is that her phone number? <laughs> oh, that's a penis! Oh Wait, where is this? Oh, oh my god. So, anyway, back to the serious drama unfolding in, in this living room. <laughs> uh, so, you you notice the, uh, they notice the dagger, they, they see the missing place. Is there anything you guys want to say? So, either that dagger... Somebody came into your house without your knowledge and took that dagger and then used it to murder a guy or something crazy is going on here. That's Wait, what I, I do know. I have a clarifying question. When I found the knife, was there, like, blood on it? Or no, because it, it was kind of sitting in snow, but there was, like, blood around the snow. Like, dirt, like... Yeah, yeah like, around it. Like, obviously, had blood had been on the dagger. Okay, I just wanted to double check. So shouldn't hand him like a sopping wet with fucking blood, nasty ass well, dagger. I just to check because I feel like there's a difference between like someone planting that knife there versus someone actually using it. Know what I mean? Is this a red herring, Jessica? You have to tell us. It's like if, if we ask if you're a cop. <laughs> that's not real either. I know. And we just have to say so something, funny. and if her eyebrows go up, then we're on the right path. Oh yeah, I never watched the eyebrows. I know you gotta watch the eyebrows. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> She's gonna fucking um, come in with like really thin eyebrows now. I'm like, no, you guys can't look. Stop it. She's gonna get bangs again. I'm just gonna start. Yeah, that's. I actually am planning on doing that. So yes. I've been cutting mine myself. To cheat at this yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. It's great, but then you never feel like fucking doing your eyebrows ever. So then they get all crazy. Yeah. All right. So okay. So he said that it was his whatever, his dad's knife or whatever. Yeah, that, that looks like a booty. Um, who? Who has access to this to this house and to this cabinet? Uh, my wife, my children, um, some of my most trusted workers, but that's all. Okay, why are you letting kids have access most to a nice cabinet? <laughs> well, they have access to the house, not the cabinet. <laughs> I said cabinet. the cabinet specifically. Oh, uh, I thought you said the house. Okay, no, no, he has access to that. Just so I have access, no one else. Yeah, totally. And it, it's, do you have a key? It, no, there's no key. You can just kind of open it, slide so it open. It's but it's not, supposed to be like, locked or anything. No, that seems pretty fucking reckless. That means anybody who walks into your house has access to it, right? Yeah, Essentially, I, yeah. I just, it's just, it's never been a problem until now. You have children. They're not playing with knives. Oh, uh, they could Honestly, be. Leave them all around. By the time they're five, they know how to wield yield an axe. It's fine. Wield, wield, wield. Eric just like whispers on her breast. She's like, this seems like bad parenting. Ajar <laughs> <laughs> is just like, <laughs> you ain't wrong, though, girl. You ain't wrong, though. Oh, God. So, uh, you know, the parents okay, so that keep daggers in cabinets are 70% more likely to be have children involved in dagger related accidents. <laughs> <laughs> So instead of like the amendments, this is like the second tenet of like. Jesus Christ! Oh, uh, okay. Have- it's my second tenet right to bear daggers. Oh my god! Is there god. a flag on the wall that says "Come and take it"? Unless oh, is it this dude in the face no, right now. It's a, it's a dragon. It says "No Steppy." It's <laughs> <laughs> yellow. Oh my god! So, um, your trusted 
workers that have access where are they, they? Don't really have act- they've just they've just like i mean I've, I've had my workers over we discussed the day's business we especially with how things have been lately recently um, did you have visitors yesterday i actually did yes okay well can we maybe find out who those people were because they might have tried to murder your brother you know just gonna put things in perspective very quick i'm not gonna partake in this investigation Okay, then like, you're whatever Gurley did, he got himself into this situation. You're it's my job to protect my someone. family and myself and my workers. Okay, well, I no have... offense, sir, but I have cause to see that you might be the one that killed that guard, considering this is your weapon and you claim that no one else saw it. So if you want to come down to the fucking pokey with me, or if you want to play ball and help us save some goddamn lives, we can do that. I'm sick of playing these games. You need to this leave now. It's also suspicious that your brother was technically in the more success his stuff was more successful and yours is less so how are you the more i don't know, just, well right at this Aniel and Aniel and Sovli at that comment look completely like surprised <laughs> like they're just taken aback they're is like that not true no and Aniel even kind of shakes her head she's like no everybody knows that Sovli got the better deal pine is worth so much more than spruce there was only one thing I could get out of your brother last night, and it was crazy. But it was there's no money in pine, and honestly, it's got a nice ring to it. I think I might, I think I might do something with it. T-shirt, right? We pound it, right? T-shirt. There's no money in pine, and then just have like runs a smear campaign against pine for no. <laughs> right? It's <laughs> well, like. Who's that guy that runs the really bad advice economics fucking show with like all the sirens and the bye bye salsa? Like it's just me doing that imitation, and it's just there's no money in pie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's that's incredible! I love that imagery so much. Thank you. Um, That's the next T-shirt. There you go. Please, please. Um. So yeah, no, they they both look completely bewildered by that remark. Thovely hmm. <clears throat> looks uh, bewildered by the by when I say there's no money in pine. Yes, they both do. So does Aniel. Well, I mean, she might actually be surprised, but he would know if there's no money in pine. So yeah, unless Is, his workers he, are keeping shit from him. I was like, does he look surprised that I said that, or surprised that that's? Oh, is, that, is that like an insight check or something? Do like, a perception check. Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to figure out if like he's like, how do you know that? Or what the fuck? That's news to me. You know, like those are two different reactions. Um character sheet. Character sheet. You have high perception. I hope I do. Oh, like I have four, right? Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. So you gather from his expression that he looks genuine, genuinely surprised that anybody would say that because it's like obviously not true if you're in the lumber business. Hmm. Now I'm not going to pretend that your brother is in the best mental state. It's a little concerning that you haven't asked, but I don't know. You talk a big game about family, but it's none of my business. Um, I care about the family that I have chosen. I don't care about the family I left behind. Jesus. Nah. But your uh, life is I mean, also at risk. I was going to say, the family that you've chosen is now in danger. And and <laughs> I will do anything in my power to protect them. And I think right now that means asking you to leave. I don't think... That's, that's the last thing you should do. Anyel is going to kind of turn to you guys and Anyel says we should leave. We should just go. Yeah, Anyel, we know that you're a quitter. We get it. Yeah. 
While this is happening, can Eris stealth over and re-grab the dagger? Because she feels like this is still a good thing to have. Probably uh, not. You can do a stealth roll. Who's stealing shit now? Check. We're all oh, we're stealing the squad now. We're okay. going to have to fight this dude. This is going to be the combat. No, nah, I got plus three to stealth. It's going to be fine. Hey, I got a plus four to perception, and I just rolled a 13. You think they you going to get away with that shit with a 13? <laughs> Cushion? I got Boom! <laughs> what did so, I tell you? You tried, but because it was something that was so obviously part of the conversation and is right? still out and about, like he notices instantly. Um, and he's and he says, "What are you doing?" And uh, at this point, he is going to like forcefully push you guys out of his house. Okay, that was I'm stronger than him, but I'll just let I'll let it slide. Can I cast fog cloud to like let her grab it and run? <laughs> if you want to. Oh my oh god! My god. Yes, oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! It's like a smoke bomb. We're gonna throw fog cloud. Down. <laughs> There's children in the house. It doesn't it's hurt fog. them. It just makes it hard to see. about your guys' own morality and like the guild and stuff you're a part of. Oh, fine. We won't do there smoke cloud. Andrew wanted to kill me because he was filling out my sheet on the wiki and he was like, what's your alignment? And I was like, neutral. And he was like, good, neutral, good. And I was like, no, true neutral. Or one might say true troll. And he got so mad. <laughs> <laughs> he better have put true troll as your alignment. Justin put that Nimne's love interest with Bash. No, her, my, as my like, it just said Bash. I'm like, what? Yeah. Not like you do, you rolled. The Listen, number said so. You're in love, bitch. You don't get to decide that. It just happens. Like, for real, though. I'm chaotic good. So, when you guys are pushed uh, back into the street and the door is slammed on you guys, uh, Anil's going to turn and, and she's going to say, come on, you can come back to my house. I'll make some cocoa. It's a Ooh. prick. And an idiot. An idiot prick. And uh, at this, Anil kind of uh, laughs a little bit and she's like, I can't say I disagree there. I'm going to start calling him Pretty It because his name's hard to say. <laughs> I'll write that so, in my notes. You guys head back to her house and she starts making like hot cocoa for you guys. Um, and yeah, you guys can continue conversation. You guys have to find a missing person now. Right. Um, where's Ro? <laughs> He's been with you guys. I just <laughs> <forgot> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, he went to the warehouse. Yeah, no, so actually, we're going to say that Ro is a heavy sleeper, and he slept in, because he needs, he can't do four hours of sleep. He needs his no full short eight. Rest for That's Ro. the excuse for Ro. I thought so he Ro went to the warehouses. He did, but then he met up with you guys, and you guys all went together. Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay. So he's been sleeping. He's at the inn. Uh, so he still has, like, a good, like, hour of, of beauty sleep he's catching up on. So, wasn't there the other place that we you got you and Ajara and Era decided not to go to? It wasn't. They wanted all four of us to go. Like, it's the mill. It was Dolly's the mill. mill. We didn't go there because we didn't want to go by ourselves. We should probably fucking go. We should absolutely go to Dolly's yeah, mill. I want to talk about though, and I guess we have to do it in character voice, but um, I want to like. Oh, we're going to pick up the facts again of the case of what we yeah. know. We can do that when we pick up Ro. We have to wake his ass up. We do have to wake his ass up. Yeah, I feel safer with Ro with us. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I'm an independent paladin. Oh, I don't need no man. There's some fishiness going on, so we just need to like 
Oh yeah, definitely safety in numbers. Like we're gonna grab Ro, or else yeah. why the fuck did we bring him? Because yeah. he's such a pleasant fucking road right company. Now, what we know, because I feel like it'll help us decide what to do. So who wants to wake him up? Can we just like send someone to go get him? Like, Are you asking? Say, can we just say yeah. that someone went and got him, and now we're just like, send a Twitter bird? Yeah, just uh, tweet him. Okay, so if you if you want, I'll see you guys send a Twitter bird at him, and uh, the innkeeper went and woke him up. Okay. Yeah, and we so said we're always gonna show up over at Anil's house, and he has to crouch to get in, and so he kind of walks in, taking up the whole space. And uh, as soon as he sees uh, the hot cocoa that's ready, he immediately takes it and starts drinking it. And he starts mumbling like, goddamn cold weather. Oh, it's cute because he's cold blooded. Oh, poor baby. So he he's wearing your scarf. Leather. Yeah, we're trying on that. And he is, yeah, he has the scarf kind of tucked in and he, he just looks very miserable. He looks sniffly. Aww. Okay. So the facts of the case, as we know so far, I'm not doing all of this in Arab voice because it hurts to do it too long. So, um,. <laughs> The guard is dead. Durley's missing. The other guards who were there are either missing or somewhere we haven't seen yet. Anya's brother's a prick. Yeah. Durley's journal is gone. Um, the inside windows looked like they were broken from the inside, which kind of leans towards there's something fishy about how about if it was a break in or not. Um, I'm calling it now. It was the wife. It was Colonel Mustard. Fuck that bitch. Um, and then when we went to the house, I we found out that like the guard got killed by a dagger that I found, and it turned out to be their dad's dagger that he gave to Sovely that was in his house, and he had visitors the day before it happened, and anybody could have opened that fucking case and took it. So one of those workers is probably the person who took the knife, but we don't know who any of them are because he's a dick. So we should cannot stress it enough. Total dick. Yeah. At this, Row is kind of gonna like go hmm, and shake a little bit, and he's like, "This was obviously an inside job. You're right about that. There's no the dagger was planted, the windows. There's no reason. I've seen this a million times. Everything about this screams that." Someone close to him got into that house and everything was planned and everything was made to look the way that it does. I'm the so, You are the <laughs> In fact, yeah. actually, I'm going to give Sherlock you a Bird. point of inspiration for yeah. coming up with those things. <laughs> Damn, bitch. <clears throat> Do we still have inspiration from before? Did you I never got any, so... I do. Mm. I do. I got it from our lost episode, but that doesn't count, so I... Ah! <laughs> lost episodes. Um, so, and, and Ro actually looks pretty impressed with you, Era, honestly. Like, he, he kind of gives you, like, a nod, like, he's impressed with your detective work and, like, your recap. Era, like, happy poofs a little bit. <laughs> Good summary. Okay. So, now I think... Our, you know, next field trip is going to be Durley's Mill, if anybody has a better suggestion. I think so Ro is actually going to turn to Anya and say, so is there a pattern with when these thefts happen? Is there is there something that, that happens beforehand? Because with nobody there to protect his, his lumber, I mean, are people still going to work? Are his workers still working? Like, what, is anybody going to be there? 
And um, Anil kind of looks taken aback a little bit. And she's like, I'm honestly not sure. I think that your best bet would maybe be talking to one of his workers or maybe going to his lumber mill because I guess it is really susceptible to somebody coming and taking his resources today. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So what would you guys like to do? I want to go to the mill. What time is it? It's uh, mid-morning. We don't have to do it right now, but we should also see if we can go to Thobley's mill and see if we can talk to people to figure out who the fuck was at his house. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to be right now, but we should do that at some point. Yeah, for now, I mean, let's just walk over there. Uh-uh. Yeah, so the mills are fairly far away. Like yesterday, I was kind of, I know we were getting ready to go to bed and stuff like that, and that's why I kind of rushed through it, but they're fairly far away. It's going to be like a quite a trek. Do you want to leave the town and go do that stuff right now? Yeah. Um, is there a library? No. God damn it. No library in the town. <laughs> Let's just stop at the bar before we leave. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I can't think of anything else to do in the town right now. I feel like both okay. of the things that make sense are at the mills. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are going to get ready, and you could actually take your uh, caravan if you wanted to, or at least take a horse if you guys were interested in doing that, because it's going to be a little bit of a ways away. Era's driving. Yeah. I don't know why but, I can drive still, but yeah. Let's hop in our van. So, um, you guys are the gonna mystery hop in machine. Caravan. I was about to say in the fucking mystery machine. And oh my the, god! The way this town is the set up, oh my god, the mystery machine. I just like really the heard that. The curious caravan. Yes. So, um, the way this place is set up is so you have like this kind of like spiraling town type thing, and then once you get out. Um, you're going to kind of go, it's flat for a little while. You see the lumber mills at the base of kind of like an incline. And then there's forests on all kind of all around. Um, and then once you get past like where the lumber mills are really stationed, it gets pretty steep and goes upward. Um, and it's like the real, like, I mean, you're in the foothills of the mountains, but it starts to get more steep and more mountainous. Um, so you go to the, the lumber camps at the base and it's going to take you a few, like probably an hour and a half, two hours to kind of get over there. Um, at the very least, about an hour. It's it's a it's a ways. So you get over there, and which one are you going to first? They're kind of in different. They're fairly like spread out from one another. They used to, like I said, be all owned by their parents' like company. It was like a big thing that was all together. But you can tell that they're separate enough now to where that's obviously how they divided it up. Is they each got their own section. I think we said we were going to Durley's first, right? Yeah, Durley. Yeah. <laughs> So you're going to go to Durley's camp, and when you get there, you notice that there are only a few workers there, and they're not really doing anything. Um, the mill isn't producing anything. Um, one of them's just kind of sitting on a, uh, like, giant – I don't know. There's obviously – there's, like, these pal- – I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say pallets because I feel like that's the wrong term. But, like, there are these things that they use that they can attach to, like, you know – ox i don't what what animal would even be in the mountains to like fucking rams bring stuff around? Goats? rams, rams. We'll go with rams. that's a cool one fucking rams they have rams that they'll use and they'll have them drag around the wood and stuff like that to kind of transport it places very large rams like not the rams like we see they're like fucking big like world warcraft rams yeah, yeah. like that ride. pokemon <laughs> that you can ride in that one pokemon game yeah. yes the french one <laughs> Fuck you guys. You know what I'm talking about? It looks yes. like a goddamn ram, but you could ride him like a like a like a ram. Horse. Like a ram. <laughs> <laughs> so it's perfect. Yes. Yeah, so... 
They've got a Hemi. Big old wintry rams. Uh, and that's what they're going to use. The one based in France. Not like actually France. Oh, based off yeah, France. yeah, yeah. Black and was white. That, was that black? Yeah, I think it was maybe it's black, black and, white. and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, it was black and white. I actually really like that. That was the one where the... I actually really like that one. That was where the villain was in or whatever, or like the rivalry type character. It's yeah, N was N was N was N for yeah. sure. That was like some in depth fucking drama for a Pokemon game. It really was. It was like, a good one actually. Yeah, shit got intense. Hot. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sleepy. So you uh, you pull up to Durley's camp, and like I said, you see a guy kind of uh, smoking a pipe there, and uh, it, there's not but- much going on. So they look fairly surprised to see a whole caravan coming in, though. And once you guys pull up, Ro is going to kind of jump out, and he's going to approach them. Maybe we don't leave with the dragon, maybe. does excellent parallel parking. There you go. (laughs) Get it, girl. Um... What does Ro say, since he's apparently... Okay, Ro is going to approach them, and and Ro is going to say, Where is everyone? And uh, the guy who's uh, smoking the pipe is going to look a little bit taken aback because, you know, a fucking dragon just kind of approached him and, and scolded him. So right. he's going to be like, whoa, uh, you know, I don't know if you've heard, but our boss is missing. So uh, not really sure what we're supposed to do today. He hasn't come in. Uh, so we're, we're, we're just kind of waiting to see what happens at this point, making sure nobody comes and takes this stuff because uh, we're already making no money, so I'd like to hold on to what little bits of our job we can right now. Rough. I was, that was <laughs> real rough, bro. Bubber. <laughs> Thank you, Thanks, bro. <laughs> Super uh, time uh, not chill. Um, has anything strange happened today aside from Durley being missing? Not today. Okay, how about any other day? I'll bite. I mean, yeah, weird stuff's been happening the last few weeks. For one, Durley's lost his mind. Noticeable. When did that start? I mean, I guess he really hasn't been the same for about two months. Damn. Y'all put up with a crazy boss. Did something happen that you know of that made him that way? I mean, people started coming to town and... They were strange. I had, I, we don't, they're not from here. I, I don't recognize them. And they were talking to him like they were threatening him. But anytime I asked Durley about it, he said that it was fine and that he knew them and it was okay. What hmm. kind of people? What they look like? Gender. They were humans. Men. That's right. the first problem. Are they, do we know where they're staying? I have no idea. They just came in and, and we're talking to them and, they got quiet. They kind of walk off. It didn't look like the conversation was going very well, and that's the most I ever saw of it. And they came did, did he have a gambling problem or anything that you knew of? Not that I know of. After they left, he started losing his mind, you think? Uh, it definitely started getting worse. It's just progressively gotten worse, but that was around the time when it started to happen. It's got like it. he, he didn't, he's always been kind of a timid guy. But it really started to get bad around then. He just doesn't even talk in complete sentences anymore. It's it's weird. Does he have an office here? Yeah, he does have like kind of a, a little office space in here in our in our building. Do you want to go take a look? I would yes. actually really, really appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, so he's gonna go and he's gonna let you into like their main building. Uh it's fairly modest, you know, uh 
it's it's warmer, which Ro is thankful for because as soon as Ro enters, and it's actually like bigger too. It was it's bigger ceilings. So as soon as Ro gets in there, he starts kind of getting a little bit more chipper, Aww. and uh, he's very pleased to be out of the snow. And so you guys kind of take a look around. He takes you to like an office area. It's not even a full um, like it doesn't have a door leading into it. Really, it's just kind of partitioned off. Um, and there's a desk in there, and uh, not not too much going on. It looks like it's it's fairly messy. He just seems like he's a pretty sloppy person. Um, you know, there's mugs lying about and, and papers on the ground. I'm looking for something that looks, looks like it'll be um, accounting books, anything like that. Ledgers. So you right. didn't see any accounting books um, there. It looks like he probably just took that one home. Are there any other, like, notes or things around like that? Um, you look around. One thing that you do notice is that there are there's papers that um, are talking about uh, if you need protection, like, you can hire these merc- this mercenary group. Um, and it's talking about the rates for them and, and how long it'll take them to get there and stuff like that. Oh, we found one of our... Where they got the dead guys. But do we know which one it is? Do is that employee still with us? Yeah, he is. He's watching um, you guys. Azura's gonna go up to him and be like, um, "You guys have had people go missing, yeah? Yeah, we have. We've had two of our guys go missing. Who were they? Uh, I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of things, I didn't know him super well, but uh, just a couple of the guys who who went out and who actually like cut the wood and brought it back." Um, cause some of us here, some of us do like turn it into actual lumber. We strip it, we get it ready. And then we have others who take the rams out and who go actually cut down the, the lumber and, or the wood and bring it back here. And he was one of those guys. I didn't work with him a whole lot, but he seemed like a nice guy. He had a family. Did he go missing when he was out chopping wood? Yeah, he went missing. Actually, we usually have people kind of stay and, and do a watch overnight when they're not working that day. We have a few people who kind of take turns coming out here and, and watching over things. That's why we have this building is so that we can stay warm and kind of keep look out in here. And he went missing that night. And then the other guy went missing like a week later, same kind of deal. So it's <laughs> during the overnight watch. Mm-hmm. The overnight watch seems to be when they, uh, when they come. And, and who's doing the overnight watch tonight? Tonight, I don't know. Probably no one. Durley's not even here. I don't know who's supposed to be here. Some of the guys didn't even show up today. Um, that's part of the reason we're not doing anything is we don't even have any wood to turn into lumber today because I don't think any of the guys are out there cutting anything for us. That's fair. <clears throat> that's fair. Um, do you know how many mercenaries Durley hired by chance? Uh, I have no idea. I would say... Most I ever saw him walking around was probably about eight, nine. Jesus. Did he do his own accounting or do you have an accountant? You know, we used to actually have a guy who was an accountant. And uh, a few months ago, right when Durley started to kind of really go off the deep end, he let go of him and uh, started doing everything himself. I think the accountant kind of advised against uh, some of the things that Durley wanted to do. And uh, they, they kind of parted ways after that. Does this former accountant live in town by any chance or have a name? I'm fairly certain that he was from Narth, actually. Fucking Narth, aren't they always? Yeah, those accountant types, always from fucking Narth. Uh, 
all the irritating boys are. So we're gonna do the night watch tonight. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Ro looks at you and uh, he's like, "Why don't we go back outside? I, I have some thoughts." You could have thoughts in a place where you don't freeze to death. Hey, trust me. I'm the last person who wants to be out yet there, but we need to look at something. Oh, all right. Well, by all means. So you guys go back outside and uh, Rose starts to evaluate the way that like the lumber is kind of situated right now. Um, and he starts to just with brute strength rearrange shit. And so he, the big pallets that they're on that you can tie up to the rams, he starts to uh, build kind of within the lumber, how he stacks it, like an area to where it looks like lumber is covering all around it, but there's a hole inside where people could get stuffed in. We got some Trojan lumber. And so uh, he, he does that and he's like, this is my proposal. We come back at night. We go back and we, you guys go in here. I'll be far too heavy for this. I can follow behind. I'm going to close the lumber in on you guys. And if somebody takes this, they're going to take you too. Oh, shit. I love using myself as bait. Sneak attack, bitch. I've got disguise self too, so I can help with that. Unless any of you guys have a better idea. Oh, this is the best idea. I love this idea. Can I actually... So we're going to do this later tonight then, yeah? Yeah. Um, I think I want to do something crazy then because then I'm going to get my spell slot back. Where's my... That's right. I think I'm going to do some magic, guys. I think I might do some magic spells. I don't know how the alphabet works. <laughs> the alphabet is hard. It's okay. It is hard, you know? Okay. I do. I would like to cast Augury and ask the fucking DM gods... About the omens that this plan is going to give us. So for those who don't know what Augury is. Augury is a spell where you pull out a divining tool. My um, divining tool and magical item is, as you guys all know, my crescent-shaped loot. Um, and you can use that to receive an omen from an otherworldly entity. Who in this case would be Sahanine Moonbow, the goddess of mysteries and my patron deity. I think that just makes the most sense. Um about a specific course of action or plan, the DM chooses from the following possible omens. Wheel, W-E-A-L, which I guess means uh, good. Wheel. Like, wheel. I don't know. I don't, that's what it says. Wheel for good, woe for bad, wheel and woe for good and bad, and nothing for nothing. <laughs> if I do it again, then I, I might get a bullshit one. If I only do it once, yes. It's a second level spell, guys. This is a big deal. Okay. okay. So she's going to tell you if your plan of action is good or bad. If it has good omens. Good and oh. bad omens. Good and bad omens. Or if it's like, it's not really going to do shit. So it's just like, you know, if we get kidnapped, maybe that's a bad omen. Um, if nothing happens, then, you know, nothing. But like, I don't know, maybe getting kidnapped will be a good one. I don't know. But I just want to make sure it's not going to be nothing. I'm not sitting out in the fucking wood pinata for overnight to not get kidnapped i'm hoping for some omens so as you do this um you hear sehanin uh her voice enters your mind and she says whoa all right let's do this okay Ugh. so this is tonight that means we still have time to do stuff before you that. do yes yeah. so if you guys if this is your plan for the night you have the rest of the day to kill 
Let's yes. go to the other mill. Okay, yeah. so you guys are gonna go to which mill then? To Tobley's mill. Tobley. Tobley. Okay, Tobley. so you guys head over to Tobley's mill. Uh, mill and. Yeah. Uh, it can like work is going on over there like they are busy they are chopping there's people are bringing in supplies people are like you know cutting the tree into, into actual like strips of like lumber and stuff like that and stacking it up oh this is what a mill's supposed to look like so yeah it is it is bustling people are, are there's lots of breaths of cold you know of white air in the in the sky and they're all bundled up and they're just working hard or hardly working, am I right? <laughs> no, they have hard jobs. This is peasant times. <laughs> this is peasant times. <laughs> they have hard jobs. I'm trying to figure out the best way to, like, talk to people without... Is there a foreman? Like, I guess we'd have to... Could we, like... And I'm going to say, too, that Ro actually stayed back at the other camp. He's watching things, and he's, like, finishing up, like, building his shit. He's, like, stacking stuff and making sure it's sturdy and it's not going to, like, collapse in on you guys. Oh, that's comforting. Okay, so um, you're looking for like a foreman. Yeah, I'm assuming like Thovley isn't there all the time, and he probably has a manager. No, you actually don't see Thovley at all. Um, but you do see there are some guys who look like they're maybe like higher up. Okay, guys, before we walk over there, I think we should play it cool and act like we're investigating the missing people because of concerns from the townsfolk that people were going missing. Not That's that fair. we work for anybody in specific, just that we are here to look into the disappearance of people from this mill. Yeah. Well, from probably the mill right. in general, because it seems like they're being sketchy about whether or not people are disappearing from this one. That's kind of why I said this mill, so that we're not playing the, is it this mill game? No, we already know it's this mill. Like a little bluff. Yeah. yeah. I guess I was just saying like the mills in general, because we know the other ones have. But other than that, I'm kind of cool to see what the fuck Nimnik gonna do. So uh, you take this one, baby girl. I'll eat these tiny marshmallows. <laughs> oh, I'm eating miniature marshmallows. That's what I'm eating. In case you didn't know what tiny marshmallows were, but like not like <laughs> the little ones. I'm talking about microscopic teeny tiny little marshmallows. Oh, wow. Yeah, those are the, the little they're hot chocolate the jar, ones. And they go in the hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah. they're crunchy and they taste like the marshmallows inside Lucky Charms. I hate regular marshmallows. They're disgusting. Um, but these are like Lucky Charm marshmallows. They're like chewy and delicious. I love them. I guess you guys picked me to uh, be the person. You just <laughs> seemed ready to go. Like You have this take charge aura and I'm about it. And you're a good person. Yes, I'm very good person. You're a good person. So I'm just gonna walk up to like, I guess. Okay, so you're gonna walk up to one of the foremen. Yes. So he kind of looks at you, and then he goes back to doing what he's doing. He Excuse seems lovely. Sure. Excuse Sorry. me, sir. Um, we were sent here by the town folk to kind of look into. Uh, do you have any missing people? Here specifically. He, he kind of looks over at you. He's like, hey, we're, we're super busy today. Do you want to talk to Thovely? Um, no. no, we already talked to him. He told us to come talk to you. Oh, okay, he did? Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> roll, for, roll for deception, one of you guys. <gasps> Me? Right. That was yeah. Tempest. Yeah. Tempest. Plus five. Come on, girl. Tempest with a quick-ass lie. That was all her. Sixteen. Okay. So he totally buys it. He's like, so what, what's going on? Well, we heard some people were missing, and we were wanting to know 
what what happened? Like, how did they go missing? Like, where did they go missing? Who went missing? Well, no one's come gone missing from our mill. We've all been fine. Oh. I've really? heard that the other mills have been having some disappearances, though. And honestly, I mean, they don't work as hard as us. They, honest, they probably got fucking lost. What kind uh, of bootstraps ass bullshit is this? <laughs> so would you say your business is great over here? Yeah, business and, has been great. And Pine is good. Yeah, Pine's great. Never better. Why is Pine okay. better? Thoughtfully had mentioned that Pine seemed to be the best deal out of the three. Why? Oh, it's just a little bit more versatile. Because of the furniture aspect or just in general? Furniture, I mean, you could also make... I mean, it's it's good for, you know, different, like, craft items and stuff, too. I mean, you could make weapons out of it. I don't know. We just sell it. We don't really... I mean, I know that Thovely does some, like, furniture making and stuff with it. And, and he's really successful in that regard. But, uh, you know, it sells well. People, people have been buying a lot of it. it we send out shipments to Narth all the time. What are people in North buying these days? Uh, well, from us, a lot of pine. Um, they usually get most of their agricultural stuff from more down south. We don't have as much up here. Uh, we do have, you know, obviously Anya and, and her group are in charge of the the Rowan. So, I mean, that's that's kind of more springy wood. They uh, they use that to make some weapons and things like that. We'll export that sometimes. Uh, they also use the berries for medicines. Um Wool. Girl, you sound just like some fucking lumber dude talking about lumber. Like, in your element. <laughs> you just gotta take shit. on the persona. Like, uh, we I'm so happy. I was like, if I ask a work question, I'm gonna get him talking, because that's how humans are. And you fucking nailed it. Like, yeah. You're like, let me tell you all about pine, like, bubba gump shrimp. Like, how fucking... Oh my god, thank you. That is exactly what I fucking wanted. I tried, I'm just making up shit. Oh, that was so <laughs> It's really good. Fact check us on tree shit. We don't no, know. I have no tree idea. Fact, fantasy pine. We're a forecast, not a tree casting. No, fuck this. It's all canon. Whatever it is, that's how trees work in this fucking universe, bro. It's, it's our pretty. world. Fantasy Rowan, Springy, and Thalus, bitch. Like, let's go. go. This is our fantasy world and not yours. There's gonna be like one person who listens to this like 20 years from now. They're gonna be like, they don't know fucking anything about trees. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, no money in pine. Or they're gonna be like, how did they know about the trees? The thing I appreciate most of Slay is their dedication to the botanical accuracy of their depictions of wood. We love wood. So I guess I'll ask the guy, like, so do you guys care about the issues between siblings? Do the workers care? Do the townspeople care? Is it just, like, whatever family issues? I mean, when you have the three most I don't want to say, I mean, their parents were incredibly successful. We have other successful businesses in town too. You know, I won't say they're the most successful. I'd say Thovely's doing really well. This business is doing really well. I really like working here. Um, There's a lot of respect with working for Thovely and he's a really great guy. He comes off as a little bit cold, but he's actually a really, really nice guy. Um, Anil, you know, I love her too. She's a bit scatterbrained at times. I don't, I think that Thovely has a lot of, disdain for her that's maybe not necessary but the rest of the town seems to like her okay uh Durley's always been kind of an odd one you know so i don't <laughs> we don't talk about him too much now would you say that nar these these big shipments to narth would that 
be like kind of your your largest vendor so to speak oh, absolutely like, and then from north we actually like we ship to other places as well uh you know we're really kind of all around Thalos, but North is really like the biggest port we go to. And then from there, they kind of get sent on further. All same. It's a shit. Uh, all same. Yeah. So yeah, all same gets some of our wood. I hear they use it to burn witches. <laughs> Not enough of them, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so you said that Durley is a good person, boss. Do you spend a lot of time after Probably. work with him at his house or going out, anything like that? Looking sure, yeah. I was, I was just at his house the other day. Like yesterday? Who, who else was there? Yeah, I was there yesterday. Oh, for dinner? With you? Uh, I was there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Warren was there. There's a couple of us. Also, what's this dude's name? You didn't ask him. I feel like we'd have... Uh, tell us his name. <laughs> So, sir, what's your what's your name? Uh, his name is uh, Bartholomew. Yes. So yeah, this is this is Bartholomew. Bartholomew, I'm about it. The dwarf. <gasps> and you guys go over his house to like eat dinner, and just talk business. Yeah, I mean, we have our kids, and and sometimes we'll bring them along too, and the kids can play together and stuff. Uh, we talk about business. We talk about you know, things that we want to get done. He doesn't, like, thoughtfully, he's so busy. He's actually here today. He's over inside his office. But, you know, which I, you guys obviously talked to him already before you guys came and talked to me. Yeah. But uh, he's he's only here probably a couple times a week just because he's he has a lot of stuff to do. And then he likes to do his furniture and his woodworking up there. So we try to give him some time to do that. We kind of step in as, as the managers over here. Perfect. Awesome. Thoughtfully's here. Um, oh, wait, sorry. Who else did you say was at the house the other night? It was him Warren? and Warren. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Uh, yeah, we'll say that. Is Warren here? Yeah, sure. Well, actually, Warren's not here right now. He's actually out cutting some lump, some wood. Can you point us in his direction? Uh, yeah, a couple hours that way. Okay. Oh. Okay, cool. What, Thanks. What time do they come back usually? Uh, well, usually they try to make about three trips a day. So it's usually they set off uh, in the morning. They'll get back around noon, set off again. They'll get back around like probably around three. And then depending upon how bright it is outside, how the sun is, sometimes they make another trip. When it starts getting colder and it's getting closer to winter like it is now, they usually only do two. It gets too dark. So he should be on his way back soon. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. I would say probably in the next couple hours. So we can maybe meet him halfway and meet him in like an hour. Yeah, if you guys want to. Yeah. Do it. Or we can hang out here and talk to more people while we wait. We should but, not do that. We no. should definitely not do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking to ourselves right now. Yeah, because Thoughtfully's around and he'll be really oh, close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I would like to leave this place as soon as possible. But let's just head off in whatever direction he, appoint- he pointed in to where get the lumber right we got some hours to kill yeah okay so the big thing is with with this is so are you guys using the caravan no you're gonna go on on foot should we ask to take a ram (laughs) to ride no i don't think that might require them to ask thawly and that's not gonna go over well well we could be very persuasive sarah can fly 
but not to find her. Eris 90 pounds. <laughs> All right. Not her three closest friends. Her vehicle proficiency ain't that good. <sighs> well, how many horses came on the caravan? Uh, just one. Well, one horse you, was pulling all of us. Yeah, that horse. horse. They're really and strong horses. The <laughs> Are we seriously three peopleing a horse? <laughs> I will not uh, let more than two go on a horse. They're right. strong horses in this world. All the animals are big and strong, but no more than big two. Strong. I mean, big one was strong. pulling all four of us. I'm just saying. Nope. There's only room for two. Cozy. <laughs> <laughs> So if we walk, how long is it going to be? Was the hour thing in terms of like wheeled travel? Then I feel tricked. Uh, yeah, it's in ter in terms of the ram travel. I mean, how fast can a ram travel? Can I steal a ram? No, no. <laughs> I mean, you guys can try whatever you want to. We can like, name it. Well, we can steal a ram from the other place because they're not doing shit, and then we come back. Oh, that's going to take us a couple hours to get back over there. I was like, that's, that's going to take longer, but I do really want a ram. I'm going to name him Ramdy, and I'm going to love him. How long is Randy? it going to take us to walk? It's like Randy to with walk, an M. It's going to be a very, very steep incline, uh, and it's going to take you, uh, I don't know, until you find him. Uh, what time is it? Honestly, I don't know if this is even worth it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like probably three or two. I mean, you guys have done a lot of like going over there and back. It's so I'd, I'd say it's like three. Like, and it does. He'll still be a suspect. Yeah. But like, I feel like there could be time to grab him and talk to him, especially because like, what are we gonna? We're gonna ambush him in the forest, and he's just gonna be like, "Yeah, let me give you answers." That's weird. <laughs> well, I don't want to stay here because you know no, probably is here. From here, I just don't. Like, I don't know if us going out and finding him is gonna make him, like, easier That's to true. talk to. So then what should we do next? Steal a lamb. A lamb? Or you mean a ram? <laughs> a lamb, so it can become a ram, and it'd be my ram. <laughs> I don't know if that's how rams work. Ram I think rams are... I don't know. Um, I don't know what you call a baby ram now. I have to look it up. Right? Now, now yeah. I have to look it up. Don't we feel oh, silly? A baby sheep. Of you one more question. Of course. Um, have you ever noticed that um, Sobley has a knife in his living room, like a dagger, like a fancy dagger? Uh, I mean, he's shown it to me before when I've gone over there, but it's like kind of more hidden away. That's weird. Did it's you, weird to did show you happen people. to notice if it was around when you went there last? Mm, he hasn't. I haven't seen that in months. Okay. Mm. It's really weird that you would bring it up, though. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why? Well, it's just a strange question to ask someone. <laughs> uh, She's just a knife weird. aficionado. It's oh, her weird bird quirk. I guess That's it is a really weird. nice knife. Her dagger. Her dagger. And yeah, he actually is going to notice the one that uh, Nimne has, and he kind of points to it. And he's like, so that dagger over there, what's that one do? You oh. know, I'll pull it out. I have no idea. Like, and I've been, like, staring at it for hours, and I have no idea what it does. It just points. I don't know. I don't know what it does. <laughs> just, have you like, tried using it? No, I haven't tried using it yet. Try um, not to murder folks at well here. <laughs> yeah. But Sounds like a so, solid plan. I've, so fine. I'll just give me a wide berth. We will. Well, I'll just do it together. 
I'll have witnesses. So are I'm you just gonna, gonna stab like, yourself with it? What are you no, doing? I'm just, just gonna, gonna, gonna stab the air and just to like I'll just do like a like a all right. It's like a right. stack of lumber. So you you stab the air and the knife. It's crazy. You don't expect this to happen, but nothing happens. <laughs> but it was being weird when I first got it. This Wait, is so dumb. I say that real life. Like set it in the palm of your hand. Does it still point somewhere, like by itself? Like does it? Yes. Move? We should go where it's fucking. Pointing. I was about to say, let's just go where her stupid knife. We're points. just gonna pirate to the Caribbean. That's where my heart lies. So let's go. We're not going to Bastion. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we end up back in Narth. Just like, god damn it. So are we really gonna explore via wherever? Yes. This- yeah, yeah. Magic okay. knife. A great go. idea. Okay, magic knife. I'm gonna talk to the knife. magic knife. We're gonna follow you. Please lead us in somewhere interesting. Okay, so you guys are just gonna follow the knife? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. For how long? Time. Let's let's uh, give it an time. hour. Like, yeah, yeah, an hour. Okay. Um, so you guys set off and you follow the knife for about an hour and you reach nothing. <laughs> so, but the, we can obviously tell that this knife is specifically pointing in a direction. Yes. But it doesn't do anything other than be a shiny knife. You know what? Nimne's gonna be like fucking weird and like she's gonna like poke herself to see if it does anything. Just a little poke. Just a little blood. Just like I a- knew this was gonna end up there. I knew it. I knew she was gonna Oh god, it's gonna be some snow white shit. <laughs> so you poked yourself with a knife and drew blood? Yeah, yes. just like a little like a boop. Okay. To see if like blood does anything, the knife does anything. Where are you gonna put the knife again? You know, are you going to lay it flat again? Yeah, I'll lay it flat on my hand after I guess I draw blood. The knife completely changes what direction it's pointed at. It's pointing at you. <gasps> Am I what I want the most? I mean, that's very flat. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I was, was going to walk up to Nimne and take the stupid sword from or the stupid knife from her. She's going to walk behind a tree and then she's going to hold it out in her hand and see what happens. The knife is pointing in the direction of Nimne. Hey, Nimne, move to the left for me. <laughs> the knife moves slightly to the left. Cool. Uh, Ajara's gonna poke herself with the knife. Bleed a little bit. Hey, Tempest, fucking catch this knife I'm gonna haphazardly throw. Oh, shall we Tempest. throw a knife? We're throwing uh, Tempest, I'm gonna have you roll for uh, athletics. Oh god, please don't get stuck in the chest. Or no, not athletics. I'm gonna have you roll for dexterity. Duh. Dexterity? What is my dexterity? Plus one. Okay. Well, I'm real scared. I'm scared too. Texas knife. Oh no. Four. <laughs> so so three. So chucks the fucking knife. Azara chucks a fucking knife at you. You had no idea she was going to do it, and you are going to take two points of damage from Azara being a dumbass, and you now have a gash <laughs> in your arm. <laughs> I oh, you. But you have blood, too, so now we can just, like, so now Eric... Well, now she's got to throw the knife to someone else, because it's not going to no, work, is it? Eric can, just, Eric, can you just fly over and pick up the goddamn knife? Yeah, I'm going to go pick up the knife. And see who it points to, because now three of us have all drawn blood. From this night. No, it's gonna point to Tempest because she was the last one whose blood was That's on true. it. Well, we have to see. So where does it point? Yeah, where's the, where's the knife go? The knife is gonna point to Tempest. Boom! Huh. Figured this shit out. Useful. You get that no, bad juju knife away from me. 
probably we just gotta clip him a little bit and then we can hunt his ass. Uh, so it's called yeah. Mm. Boom. <laughs> so I don't know if there's a distraction enough that I can like cut someone. Like it could be something like, oh hey, you know, I have this like you already asked that one guy where he was like, oh shit, I don't, I don't know what this knife does. Can you I mean, maybe look at it? Oh, oops, I cut you with a little bit. My bad. It's so pointy. I'm such a a stupid female with these weapons. I mean, to be fair too, it's not even like you have to use the knife to cut someone. You could always like get blood and put it on the knife. <laughs> Oh, how do we get his blood? I might as well use the knife. <laughs> Maybe he's on his period. Let's check. Oh, oh no! Um, oh, I'm killing me some period joke. I'm really <laughs> yeah, we're like over two hours in. Got a period joke. You know what we should do while we're still here, in the middle of nowhere, we're gonna get in trouble, but we should do it anyway. Oh god. Man. We should go. Yeah, back. you guys are in the middle of nowhere right now for sure no, because it's should, like getting a little dark. We should uh go back to Bartholomew and be like, "My dude, we actually realized we have one more question for Thovley. Can you show us where his office is?" Then we should go in there and we should knock his ass out and we should get some of his blood and then we should leave and lock the door and then we should go back to the other mill. We should And then run? Yes. I can use fog cloud now. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let me let me Let's look at my spells. Fucking get some blood. Oh wait, I have a spell that we could try. Too. What is it? Suggestion. I have to state something as a reasonable command, as something that sounds like it could be reasonable, and then some, they have to make like a saving throw, and if they don't, then they have to do whatever it is I say. How reasonable is the request of, please let us cut you with this knife? Well, no, what I'm saying is, oh, hey, why don't you go look over there and not pay attention to us for a minute, and then we bash him over the head and he's turned around. Okay. I say that we go jump this bitch all right let's go jump a man, Ooh, man. Jump, okay so jump, you guys go back jump. it's like an hour back in that direction um you do notice that actually the workers who are cutting lumber have returned because they seem to be like you know taking the, the shipment off of uh the ram carts that they had before and putting them on the new ones for like prep for, like so they can do it for tomorrow um so it's kind of a little bit crazier now and thovely is actually he's not even in his office anymore he's like out and about like just like watching you know people because they're doing the final shipment of the day god damn oh it. oh i have an idea oh god is it i have <laughs> no not i have the cloak of elven kind which kind of like disguises me this deception i could while he's busy i could like walk by and like nick him and then keep going Oh, that would work. Yeah. Did you know when sometimes you get random like pains? Like, oh, what the fuck was that? Oh, it must have been a bee or some shit. Like, I could, I could accidentally fall. Maybe don't fall. Yeah. Maybe don't give him a chance to touch or. I mean, I, I am five ten, so I kind of stand out. Not if you're but you would disguise yourself into a dwarf, man. I can't yeah. change my size. You have a size <laughs> self, don't you? I do, but I can't like make myself smaller. But you can make someone else smaller, like Era. She's I don't small. think I can. I'm only five foot. Oh, you can't? What are you gonna be? A five foot ten dwarf? Well, but if I'm only five feet, oh, can, you can I disguise me? myself as a tree? <laughs> oh my god! Walk by him. <laughs> we no, I I disguise myself as a tree. Someone called him towards the tree. Bush, like I mean, four. Can't talk to him. He's pissed at us. So yeah, he does not want to see can us. You disguise me. 
Or is it a self spell? I think it's a self. Hold on. Yeah, it's self. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I could make myself human. Fuck. Can you really? That would look different. Hold on. Let me. F- Where are the spells? Can you make yourself a really large dwarf? Right, probably. 5'10 dwarf. What's good? Disappear into that crowd. Hold on. Can you see. disguise yourself as two dwarves on top of each other in a or trench coat? three in a trench coat. <laughs> it says, you make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person, look different until the spell ends or until you use your action to dismiss it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You can seem one foot shorter or taller and can appear thin, fat, or in between. There you go. So I can make myself 4'10 and have a beard. Yeah. There you go. So let's do that. Awesome. So, so we're just uh, in the corner. You are then as a dwarf. And uh, where's your guys' caravan? Did you park far enough away or like do they see it? I mean, we're trying to be sneaky. Also, because we maybe, figured Dawkins maybe there. Maybe we should go back to the car. That way we can, like, get away driver the first Oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so you guys have the caravan. Uh, so Tempest is disguised as a dwarf right now. And, and you have my knife, my dagger. Yes. Cut a bitch. Let's go. Do it, like, you know. Just so Aaron, just kind of tell me what you want to do. So... Tell me where he is right now. What exactly he's doing again? Okay, so it's dusk. It's getting dark. It's getting colder. Uh, he's uh, currently kind of like talking to the guy who you talked to earlier, Bartholomew, and uh, they're kind of pointing and gesturing as to like where they want certain things to be put and stuff like that. And uh, they're figuring out like who's going to stay for the night. They're just just doing like managerial tasks and kind of like walking around and examining the place. I would right. pick stuff up and accidentally bump into. I don't know if I can touch anything though. Like a dagger? Well, I could, well, the changes wrought by the spell fail to hold up to physical inspection. <clears throat> like if he touched you. Okay, okay. So if he touched me, it would go through my appearance, yeah. is what it looks mm-hmm. like. Okay, so I'm going to walk behind him. I'm going to... Just prick him in the butt a little bit. I was gonna say, I'm just going to walk behind him and like... I feel like you should I'm go gonna, in an area that's like more exposed, though, so you can be sure. You I'm get thinking the like back the of the neck. No, mm-hmm. back of the neck, like a bug. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, he thinks, so he thinks it's a bug. Yeah. So I'll I'll prick it and just like, keep how walking. How tall is he? Is he your height? Well, he's your height, so it's fine. Well, if I've got a foot shorter, that means I'm four ten. So I'm like dwarf size. Yeah. I'm gonna have you roll for dexterity. Mm. See how plus one. 18. That's right. So you are like very like with the flick of a wrist, you're able to go and you actually get them very easily and it's not too deep. You actually did a very good job. You should be impressed at your craftsmanship and at your, uh, I don't know. Your your, craftsmanship. Yeah. You did a great job. (laughs) Feel proud. Um, And so you do that and uh, he quickly kind of turns and and he he does, you know, he grabs for his neck and he sees a tiny little drop of blood. Um, As he does, I throw my hood over my face. Okay. And he turns around, he sees like you, like this like dwarf type thing in a hood, but he doesn't really pay too much of attention. He thinks like maybe it was just like, I don't know, something like a piece of wood chip or something fell and hit him. So he doesn't pay too much attention. He kind of keeps just walking forward. So I'm going to like rope around behind the building and go to the caravan. Okay. And then Era's gonna get us the fuck out of here. And I'll dismiss I'll the myself. And so I'll just have the knife and be like, now we have a tracking beacon. 
And so no, not do you camp. notice that as you go away, the knife stays pointed at the camp? Okay, so you guys are going to go. Are you going back to the, the other camp? Yeah, we got to help out Ro tonight. Okay, so you guys get to the other camp. It looks like it's starting to get actually, it's it's like dark. You get there and it is dark outside. Um, so Ro is uh, nowhere to be seen right now. But you do notice that the thing is all set up for you guys to kind of enter in there. For character sheets and more information on the ongoing campaign, head over to SlayCast.com. You can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Lady SlayCast. In addition, if you like this episode, be sure to like, subscribe, or review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or Stitcher. Thank you all so much for listening, and the adventure will continue next week.